Hey, you guys, this is your girl, Balance, and I'm here with my partner, Water, and we're bringing to you another episode of Balance in Water. God, it's, it's been a whole, like, two weeks now, one yes. week? Yes. It's been two weeks. I feel like I missed y'all. I did. I've missed them. Like, it's been kind of hard. I guess really difficult since everybody was texting me on Monday waiting for the release of the episode <laughs> they weren't going to get. <laughs> I'm so sorry, everybody, that you guys did not get your Monday episode. Yes, I was um, having a little bit of birthday celebrations. Happy belated birthday. Thank you. And so that's why we didn't drop an episode on Monday. Yeah, and I was kind of busy myself. I'm not going to lie. I had a wedding to attend and we had some extra festivities. What was busy doing? Well, we had the wedding on the 14th, that but, was it kinda, but it rolled over because we had festivities afterwards, you know? Uh, we were hanging out with people. Who got a party after the wedding? The post-wedding? This was a lit party. I'm sorry that you don't have lit weddings to go to. <laughs> <laughs> you rude. You rude. Whatever. So how was your birthday? What did you do? My birthday was good. I hung out with my friends and... Was I in attendance? <sighs> I just I just question. Was I there? <sighs> Here we go. So apparently, I wasn't at the birth- birthday. You, but you just said that you had plans. So it's not the point. Did you invite me? So you just wanted an invitation so you could tell me no. You don't know what I was gonna do. <laughs> you, <laughs> don't, you cannot answer predict- the question. I don't know what I would have done. I, you know, I kind of bent over backwards for my friends, but oh, you know, apparently- that hurt. <laughs> oh, that hurt. You dug that deep. <laughs> You know I love you. It wasn't even like that. I honestly was not planning on doing anything for my birthday. I really just wanted to be low-key, and some people around me just decided that that was not going to be the case. So I was actually told everything every day that I was doing. I had no... So take it up with other people. It's I, not my fault. I but guess, I did enjoy my birthday. I guess that's cool or whatever. Congrats. That's the only thing I can tell you. I don't really feel like that was genuine. I, don't I think, think it was you... very sincere. Can't you hear it in my voice? Congrats. Congrats. <laughs> how was the wedding? The I wedding? mean, I saw how the wedding was based on your posts. Yeah, the and wedding was, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. The it whole, looked like you was having fun. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. I met some new people. I know, I saw. They cool or whatever. I guess. Mm-hmm. God, I guess we're going to have a whole bunch of shade coming this whole <laughs> episode. Saying, you started with me, I'm starting with you. I see this whole week taking off. We can't do that because I see we're both feeling some type of way. So I guess we can't miss no more weeks because I see that you miss me. I slightly miss you. So we just going to leave it at that. <laughs> Whatever. But right. yeah, we, we actually have a guest today, don't we? We do have a guest today. Oh, would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, guys. I'm Ella. <laughs> Ella May? Ella, well, my real name is Manuela, but you guys can call me Ella. No, we do not have Ella May. We ain't got that type of money yet. She I was going to say, boy, we done blew up. You <laughs> that fast. The comment. I was going to say, go ahead and hit us with a, um, the chorus to boot up. <laughs> so, um, what's your sign, Manuela? I am a Virgo. A Virgo. Mm. Do you know what y'all um, known for? What no, are Virgos? What 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 are the characteristics of a Virgo? Let's see if it's First true. Of, when is when is the, when is your date of birth? I'm September thirteenth. September thirteenth. It's okay. close to being a Libra. You missed that cut off. Oh, that's Lord. when winners are born. Really? Yeah. What day is your birthday? October twelfth. Okay. I'm a Libra. Really? See how I balance out this friendship with me and Alicia? Oh, I see. It's a great balance. Yeah, not really. They say the mix of intelligence, attention to detail. Common sense and commitment. Okay. Yeah. She's slightly very, smart. She got some common very sense. Very smart, capable, <laughs> modest. So yeah. 
Yeah, she good people. I, I'll, I'll give you all of those. Oh, thank you, okay. Lisa. Oh, well, I'll give thank you. Oh, so you didn't give her a compliment, but you didn't no. want to give me one? Okay. Yep. Let's see what we're doing. What's today's topic? Oh, you want to jump right into it. So you're just going to cut me off. <laughs> I'm not cutting you off. Okay. What's today's topic? Today's topic is toxic friendships. How ironic. <laughs> <laughs> How ironic. I'm not playing with you today. Toxic friendships. <sighs> I mean, I feel like this is a great topic because everybody um, has dealt with some type of toxic friendship, still has one, um, one that's on thin ice, whatever the case may be. Um, and actually at the wedding, it didn't really apply because, you know, sometimes in weddings you have some bridesmaids who feel like they're better than others. You have a maid of honor who feel like I'm on top of the world. Everybody listen mm-hmm. to me. You know, you have some type of small or little animosity between the bridal party, but we didn't have that. And I think that came from um, the bride actually having a great friendship with all of the ladies, um, a part of the bridal party. Okay. So um, it was actually a great weekend. So I didn't really experience any toxic friendships. That also has to do with who you pick for your bridesmaids. Because if they really understand that it's about you, then there shouldn't be any cattiness between them. Yeah. I've, I've seen a lot of bridal parties. <clears throat> By the time the wedding is over, the friendship is over. Yeah, also. it's a lot so. of friendships that have ended. <laughs> so the I've seen just... some end before. <laughs> I've, I have been booked for weddings, and as the closer we get, the number of bridesmaids start going down. <laughs> I'm like, well, you don't have anybody at the end. It's just anybody. So, yeah. They were just shooting for witnesses at that point. <laughs> right. Weddings definitely show you who your friends are. But, yeah. Um, I think um, toxic friendships is a very vital topic right now um, because we have so many people that need or, quote, unquote, feel like they need a friendship. Um, whether it's good or bad, whether they need somebody to talk to, they feel like they just need somebody. Um, and a lot of times we miss the signs of having a genuine friendship or a genuine friend. Um, and we try to hold on to that friend that is not grown or they are just kind of toxic for us and our growth. Um, what do you think about that, Ella? I think you're right on. And I feel like the later part of my 20s and the early part of my 30s were spent kind of building and discovering what the heck makes a toxic relationship. Mm. I think, um, you know, in your 20s, you try to hold on to your friends you had when you were younger, when you were in high school, when you were in college. And then as you grow and as you mature and as you decide that, hey, I want to do this with my life, you really start to see the people who are toxic and you really start to discover those traits that maybe you didn't pay attention to when when you were were younger. younger. Yeah. Because you didn't know. Can we define what is toxic? Because I think toxic could be different for everybody yeah Yeah. i think it's situational you can't really i don't think it applies across the board for every friendship there's got to be like key things that are i think there are some haters (laughs) yes that's the first one haters (laughs) undercover you know yeah undercover haters Mm -hmm. but i think really what makes a toxic friendship are toxic people right so toxic people you can kind of spot from a mile away right right? but you know like since that's your girl, yeah, she got some issues, but you know, that's my girl, that's right. Keisha. No. Like, I right. know her. We grew her. up together. We grew up right. together. You don't understand her situation. You don't understand right. her lifestyle. You understand why she is the way that she is. Making we make excuses. excuses for them, yeah. Right. So I think toxic people are the, are the foundation for toxic relationships. So those are the people who can't take criticism. Oh, yes. Who mm. can't acknowledge fault. Right. Who can't apologize. Right who want to stay comfortable in their little shell right? and who don't want to do anything that is 
like outside like they can't look outside and see other people right they like, can um expand themselves outside of their they box can. they're stuck in this same complacent um situation and they're, and they're afraid actually they're afraid to move outside Absolutely. of that box and see more or do more now do you think that toxic individuals or toxic friends do you think they are that way when you're younger or do you just think that they turn toxic once you start to evolve so say if you're in a situation where You've been friends with Keisha since you guys were freshmen in high school. You go on to go to college, get your master's degree. Keisha had a baby at 18. Mm -hmm. She didn't. She graduated high school, but she couldn't go to college. She's dealing with this drug dealer. You got a nice husband you got in corporate a whole America. Whole story. Because I'm just trying to show the difference. Because <laughs> yeah. for me, that's what I see as developing a toxic friendship. Not all situations are like this, but this is the more common one where you have a friendship and then you have one that's evolving, and the other one feels like she's being left behind. Yeah. So do you feel like? you should have to apologize for growing to that friend um, to try to help them in that toxic situation or should you, should you just abandon that friendship? Well, I think what you're talking about is trauma, right? And I think like we all have traumatic experiences that mm -hmm. happen to us when we're younger that we sometimes kind of bury, right. that we don't uncover until we're later on in years, right? So maybe in the sense of Keisha with that drug dealer that there was a specific trauma where her dad left mm -hmm. or somebody left her and she right. was kind of trying to make up for it with this drug dealer, this bad guy because you know right. he was giving me attention, right? Now I think what happens is we all have trauma but some of us choose to explore it and to get better, and mm -hmm. some of us choose to just find other coping mechanisms right. to dealing with it. Right. And that's what caused you to become toxic, is the trauma. It's the thing that happened to you right. that you can't properly process mm -hmm. that now you've allowed to kind of fester on the inside, and then like because you've, you're swallowing it down, because right. you're coping in, in unhealthy ways with sleeping with people, with drugs, alcohol, alcohol right. yeah. partying, whatever, now you become toxic. Okay, so because it infects you. So if I'm a if I'm not a toxic friend and I'm trying to be there for my friend Keisha, mm -hmm. how exactly do I be there for her? Do I stay the same supportive friend, keep motivating her, or is there anything that I can do to kind of help this friendship? Is that what there's, is? There's nothing you can do because Keisha has to want to get right for herself, Absolutely. get right with God, and, <laughs> and until she does that, she's always going to be toxic. That's the thing with just like how you were saying everybody has trauma it's what you um how you choose to deal with it or to fix it and you everybody has the ability to get help for it right so if you don't want to do that and if you want to be 45 years old still carrying things from when you were 16 or 4 mm -hmm. or whatever and you're not even recognizing that you are are uh, like horrible to the people right. who are around you that is your problem and yeah. then so there's nothing that you can do as a friend I don't feel I mean you can't kick the person down if you know their story you know what they've been through you can kind of be empathetic is right. that is that yeah. empathy or is that yeah. something I get this empathy. I get them wrong okay empathy, empathy. So you, you could be empathetic to them but at some point that is going to affect your life right. and you can't keep... misery loves company right it does you know one of the things that i kind of really live off of is you can be a part of the person tearing it down or you can be a part of the rebuilding right right mm -hmm. like sometimes when you know like for instance i've had friends who dated horrible men mm -hmm. and i spent their whole relationship saying girl you don't want to be with him girl he not right. this and girl mm -hmm. he not that and because i was the voice that they were listening to 
about how he wasn't good. Mm-hmm. When he ended up not being good and everything that I said, they became ashamed and now they didn't want to talk to me anymore. Right. right. Because I saw it happening. Right. And because they, they think you're going to be like, oh, I see, I told yeah. you. Yeah, I told you. <laughs> they shame. That's yeah, what that is. They, they feel shame. They feel shame. So I realized that if I'm, if I tell you a couple of times that the path that you're going in is not a good path or I think you might be able to consider other alternatives mm-hmm. and you decide, no, nah, this is where I'm going, okay, I'm going to let you go. Right. And then I'm going to pull back and I'll wait for you at the finish line when you right. discover for yourself that maybe so, I should have listened. So you're, you're open to letting the person back in. I'm open to letting them back in once and if I can remove myself before the explosion happens. Gotcha. Because see me, I'm not. Yeah. Once I'm I'm hitting the gas at the finish line. Yeah. You're yeah. The, so once they show toxic toxicity, mm. that's a good word. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had to think about it. <laughs> <laughs> once they show that to you, you're gone. So you don't yeah. even necessarily want to see the come up, like them fix themselves. You don't want to see the, the mm. app. I, I can't say that I'm going to wait around for it. Um, I have low tolerance and patience anyways um but for me i've always been a genuine friend where i always wanted my friends to succeed and i've always wanted to give them the keys and the tools that i had um to help them out in any situation if they can't trust my judgment that's when it shows me a sign of betrayal just this is just me speaking for myself so if i'm telling you about a situation that can make you better or i'm trying to help you it's just it's genuinely because i love you and i care about you as a friend um, if you have to question my loyalty to you and my friends, my friendship towards you, that's an issue for me because I feel like me being who I am from the very beginning should solidify who I am to you. So I've been very good on taking criticism mm-hmm. just the way I give it. And I think that that's why I don't really have any toxic friendships or friends at the moment um, because I have no problem cutting anybody off. I, the friends that I do have, I want to say it's four of them. We've been friends since I was 11 years old. We've never had one argument. It's five of us told us we never had an argument. And that's simply because we respect each other, we love each other, and we understand that if any of us tell each other something, it's generally because we care and we love you, and it may be something that we can see that you can't see, and vice mm-hmm. versa. Um, and that's what a lot of women can't handle. Mm. Like, I I understand that, and but I, I kind of <clears throat> think, like, I know that a lot of the trauma that I had experienced as a child, I did a really good job at covering up until I got to later parts of my life, right? Mm-hmm. Like until I got married, I, there was some trauma that right. I didn't I didn't realize I was holding on to until I had my first child, my second child. And so I think like sometimes it's situations that kind of expose you, right? Mm-hmm. To the crap that you've been hiding and you've been covering up right Right. Mm -hmm. so i think at a point in life where your situation comes is i'm your friend and your situation comes and i'm clearly seeing Mm -hmm. like this is connected to something that may have happened to you when you were younger or something that you you know some pattern or some um you know circle that you haven't been paying attention to and i bring it to your attention i want to i want to love you enough that i stay by you while you uncover that for yourself, because I know in my moment, I would want you to stand by me too. Does right. that make sense? So yeah. like, yeah. but not everybody deserves that. Right. right, right, right. Like it depends what kind of friend we are. Like if we're real friends mm-hmm. or if we're acquaintances right. or we're just family members, we just share the same bloodline, right? right? So not everyone deserves that level of loyalty, but mm-hmm. it, once you 
once I classify you as a friend, mm-hmm. I want to be with you, right. but I want to leave room for you to right. grow and figure this crap out because it's hard. It mm-hmm. is. It's very difficult. And I think one thing for me that I can accept if there was a situation where you know, our friendship is starting to fall off or they decide to take mm-hmm. a, a different path is if they can acknowledge their situation. Absolutely. Just like we were talking about with the girl Keisha, this is an imaginary mm-hmm. friend, everybody. This nope. is not somebody <laughs> that we exist. know. She does not exist. <laughs> uh, but if Keisha was dating this drug dealer, we're telling her she's bad. he's bad for you, he's going to get you caught up, get you in jail. If Keisha knows it, but as women, until we're fed up, we're not going to leave a That's situation. And so if Keisha can say, girl, I know it's bad, I know it's wrong, just give me some time, that I can stick by because mm-hmm. she acknowledges that this is a bad situation, but it's, it's difficult for me to pull away for whatever mm-hmm. reason. Mm-hmm. That I can stick around for and I can try to support her as best as I can. But the difficult situation with most women is that they don't acknowledge any wrongdoing or the no. situation. And right. when you're in denial, you may know it, but you're just not going to admit it because mm-hmm. you don't want someone else to be right. Absolutely. And for me, you got to put, you got to take your pride down. Absolutely. You can't have a pride. And that would be my biggest issue because, yeah. you know, you can stand up for whatever you believe in or whatever situation, but you have to be able to acknowledge that I'm wrong. Um, you may be right in a situation. I need help. Yeah. When you can be authentic with me, I can be authentic with you. But yeah. I don't want a friendship where I have to be on eggshells and I don't know what I'm supposed to be, yeah. what I'm supposed to say, how I'm supposed to react around you. That's when I start to change as an individual, yeah. and I don't like that. Yeah. I think the I think you're describing something that's really, really true. And I think that the, the place that many of us get kind of mixed up in is we claim the wrong people to be friends. Right. That is true. I you did. understand? So, like, this level of loyalty and trust and so this the, amount of boxes? energy. What's the boxes? What are, what are the categories of friendship? Well, well, I think the first one that you just said, well, the last one you just said is energy. Mm-hmm. You can tell if this is a friend by their energy. You can. Mm-hmm. You really can. And, like, for me, one of the things that really helps me is boundaries, mm-hmm. right? Like, everyone has the same starting place, but no one ends up the same place. Mm-hmm. So, for me, I break up boundaries into, like, certain sections. I have the front door boundary. I have the living room boundary. Mm-hmm. And then I have the Back door. my be- my bedroom. Oh. oh. You understand? Like, the, yeah. the front door boundary is the people who we just greet. We have yeah. cordial conversations. And, you know, how you doing? How the kids? Blah, blah, blah. The front door boundary, you know, you come in and mm-hmm. you sit down in my living room. We're talking a little bit more. We're Give getting some to know. tea. Get out. Get out. Okay. We're having some conversations, you know. I'm feeling you out, you feeling me out, and this, this, and that. And then there are those friendships that I take into my bedroom. And those are the friendships that I really let down. My guard. My guard. Right. I really share in, you know, about who I am and what I am, what my past is, what my trauma is, and all of that. There's a different energy for each one of those types of friendships. Mm-hmm. And I think what happens is we try so quickly to pass people through to bring them into the bedroom yeah. and not everyone should end up there. Right. Maybe like a large percentage of the people we confront are just going to stay, stay in the in living the, room. Right. We just sitting together. We passing tea. You know what I mean? Be, they may just be at the door. Like They may be at the door. Girl Scout cookies at the door. Yeah. Like, Absolutely. Not even. And you know, I don't even open my door to strangers kind of door. <laughs> right, right. Look at the people like, like, look talk to the people and talk, like how you talk and go, who are you? <laughs> who sent you? You know what I mean? Like, like those like types of... witnesses <laughs> at your door. That's exactly it. Listen, I don't want it. You know, that's not for me. But all of that... 
I think like we we do such a poor job at like identifying people who have the basic qualities to be good friends. Right. Right. So we pick people who are too broken to be our friend. Mm-hmm. We pick people because we're trying to help them. Yeah, and at the end of the everybody. day, what that really means them. is that you're trying to feel better about yourself because you help the person. So is that why a lot of women go to the club with their ugly friend? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I got not. questions. No, you, you can't go, let the ugly friend see. stay home. It's so, I mean, but you see this bad the, female. Let me tell you. The ugly ones is getting they pulling too, so we yeah. can't even talk about. They the pulling too, but not in public. <laughs> <laughs> They're not pulling in public at this point. I'm not playing with you. I'm no. just saying. No, but you gonna see I, you gonna see this bad chick walk around with this this beanbag behind her. But you know what though? Sometimes I think people hold on to people like that because they want to feel good. They, yeah, right. that's what because I'm saying. it magnifies so, you, bro. Like, so that means, right. so you look extra bad. So yes. next to somebody. So that right. means you got two broken individuals. Yes. Right. That's right. exactly it. You, you have got two but broken individuals. But one may recognize that they're broken and the other one is covering up. In denial. Up yeah. Right. Right. You understand? So I think that's what happens is we we qualify and we pass through all these wrong people, like broken people, people with no ambition. Right. Right. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? But like, you know, I think a lot of people they look for those those wrong friends. Those friends that are fun. Those friends like to go out and turn up. Yeah, but those right. those end up being the most toxic individuals because they they're up, everywhere. They and they're everybody's friend. Yeah. Right. You understand? And like that type of a person is good for passing tea, but that's yeah. not the person you pass your real deep insecurities yep. and your flaws soon, and stuff like that too. As soon as y'all fall out, the world <laughs> knows. And I'm telling you, Facebook all is going to know. All your business. Facebook going to know. And I'm the one that sits back and watches the screenshots in my <laughs> friend's group message. And we're like, girl, did you see that? I'm telling you, like I don't, I don't post that much yes. on social media, but when such and such fall out, yes. I can tell you, me and my girls, we screenshotting, we sending it, we laughing, we having a ball with this. Absolutely, and absolutely, and because because it, it the carnage of it all. Yes, the carnage of it all. I saw some meme and I passed it around and it said, "If we stop being friends and you start talking about me, then we were never friends." That is correct, and that is mm. so true. Because I have stopped being friends with people and not exposed them. Right. Not like told, yo, Ooh. let me tell you about her marriage. Yeah. Let me tell you about her kids. Right. You know what she's really scared of? Not past right. any information. Any, any, Nothing. Se- any secrets that anybody's ever told me out of confidence, that's going to grave with me. I don't care how wrong Absolutely. you do. I don't care what you say about me on social media to such and such. I took a vow by being your friend that Absolutely. that promise, whatever you told me in confidence is going to the grave Absolutely. and any friend that I've ever had, they can tell you, I've never done anything to put their business out there. If it got out there, it wasn't because of me, mm-hmm. right? Absolutely. It was because of somebody else. You know, you can't throw dirt and not have dirty hands. Ooh, yes. Yep. Cause if the minute you pick up that dirt, Mm-hmm. Your hands become dirty, exactly. And, and so many people are out here on social media throwing dirt and throwing shade, and mm-hmm. and all of that is because they don't have the confidence to go to their friend and say, "Hey, listen, you wronged me." Right. It's, and 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 that's like, can you imagine? Well, well, that's the thing. So if if you feel like I've wronged you, why haven't you come to me and say this? Because that's, everybody everybody's an adult till it's time to have a discussion. Absolutely, and you know, not everybody knows how to healthily deal with conflict yeah conflict resolution yeah. is not something that you learn at home yeah did you see your mommy and daddy teaching you that crap 
No. My mom and dad didn't teach me that crap. No. Mm-hmm. no, I didn't see it modeled like how we're supposed to really right. see a situation, yeah. right. discuss the situation, the healthy ways. It was more like blaming, yeah, more attacking, and more you do this to me, and then I tell you you do this to me. Like there's right. no, no one discussing healthy ways of dealing with conflict. It wasn't really until I went to grad school that I learned the yeah. freaking secret mm-hmm. and the recipe for dealing with conflict, and it has to be action based and right. not feeling based right, right not right. like i feel like right. you did this it has to be this is what you did right this is right. how it made me feel right and this is what i want to do to fix it so there's never like when you watch it on out playing on reality tv no one discusses how to fix it everyone no. just discusses how it's i just feel the confrontation because oh. the, the thing is that a lot of times well at least for women we're too emotional yeah. We go into it. Once you feel like you've been hurt, you may, even, may not even know that you hurt me, but once I feel like I'm hurt, now it's like all daggers are on you. Absolutely. I don't feel like I need to explain to you. You should already, right, you know. Should already know. Just it. just the same thing they do that women do with men in relationships. And I hate that. You gotta expect them to already know and you walk around with an attitude, but it's the same character characteristics, same traits that we carry over regardless, which is unhealthy. It is. Right. It because is. if I have an issue, I'm gonna address it right away. And if you mad at me and didn't tell me why, I'm walking around like mm-hmm. I'm oblivious. Mm-hmm. I'm right. oblivious. And then you're gonna look you got the problem. And then you're gonna look real stupid trying to throw shade at me <laughs> I, don't even know, I don't even know what's happening so I didn't how, even know we had how was that supposed to affect me because right. I didn't think I even did anything right and, and I mean the the relationships that I've been able to kind of save now are the relationships where we we were able to go back and we each were able to pick up right. what we did wrong right right and that, that was does, a key so point that, that usually there, take, there are two people there's wrong. two people does, where we where does we that usually wrong. take time does it take maturity? Like, what usually takes, if you've ever taken a, a friend back from mm-hmm. a situation, what was the gap? Nobody comes back. Go ahead oh, now. God, no, people Jesus. come back for me. Nobody comes back. <laughs> in her world. Nobody comes back for balance. The, but right. There's no, no nobody coming comes back. back. But people come well, back. People come what's, back. What's the gap? Like, it, it's actually been years. I remember yeah. a couple. It is. It is. I'm not even going to lie. Years. It's years. Because, you know, I remember this one friend, um, because back in the day, I was like, you know, really controlling, mm-hmm. right? Like, yo, you were, I told you. You were a controlling I friend? I was a controlling friend. I was a control freak. I was like a power hungry, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> just like, oh, <laughs> let me fix your life. If just, you just listen, listen to, to me. me, I'll fix your life. And that's wrong, okay? Mm-hmm. So, because, and it wasn't until later that God revealed to me, like, everyone crucifies their savior Mm, so like jesus christ was crucified right Mm -hmm. like all of the people who were classified as saviors were crucified right so stop trying to save people because jesus already did it for everybody so and and that was it and that was it i'm not captain Savo. i can't save nobody i you know god didn't even trust me enough to save myself he sent me in me to save myself so I can't save anybody else so I remember this friend said you know what you really got controlling tendencies and this was the first time it was ever brought to my daggone attention and mm. I was like you are a liar and you were never my friend I called my aunt who I trust and I told her what she said and my aunt said mm-hmm I could see that I was like what oh yeah mm. you that's see what, that, it that's when it opened your eyes mm. and then I was like okay and then like as I'm doing the inner work 
I realized that the reason I was trying to exert all this control and power externally was because I didn't feel it internally. Mm -hmm. So there were areas of my life that I was not in control of, and that's Mm -hmm. why I was trying to do it for everybody. So then I realized how I had helped everybody graduate college, and I Mm -hmm. didn't graduate college. Mm -hmm. I had helped people build businesses, and I didn't build businesses. Mm -hmm. I had helped people be healthy, and I wasn't healthy, like Mm -hmm. emotionally. So when I realized the catalyst of why I was doing it, I had to do work, and that took some daggone time. And as I was healing, as I was becoming better, this person was trying to come back, but I wasn't ready for her. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I wasn't, I wasn't because healed Because you yet. weren't ready. Because yeah. I wasn't ready. Did, did you she, let her know? Like, Was this you... the same person who said you were in control? Yeah, it okay, was the okay. same person. And you know what? I did. I told her I wasn't ready. And I told her, like, you know, I needed to set up some different structures, right? Because, like, just because you told me I was controlling and I was trying to work on it didn't mean that you give me six months, it's already fixed. Right. That time and that development takes a long time. Mm-hmm. Right. So then as like I matured and then I graduated college the first time and then I graduated the second time, now I myself feel in control. So now when your life is falling apart, I don't feel like I need to come in right. and save you. Right. Because I've, you know, it's developed a, it in myself. Yeah. That's, yeah. There's still no coming back though for me. <laughs> No, no, no coming no, back. No, no coming, no coming back. back. No coming back. I feel like, like I stated at the very beginning, if you know the extent of our friendship, I should be able to come to you with some type of criticism mm-hmm. and you at least listen. So for her to tell you that you were controlling, you didn't even listen or value what she was saying because, of mm-hmm. course, you had to still work on I yourself. Had to work on it. Which mm-hmm. is definitely understandable. But for me, ain't no coming back. Mm-hmm. I'm do you sorry. feel like you outgrow friends? Absolutely. Ooh. You do. What about those envious friends? Friends that envy you. Like so, that envy you to an extent where I just feel like I they're undercover fans. <laughs> like the I think fans? it's sometimes I think sometimes, mm-hmm. not all the time, that if you are at a place in your life that the friends are around you aren't, that there could be unconsciously that they could yeah. have a little envy, mm-hmm. right? And I don't think that there's any like ill will behind that thing they just because they're not where they want to be now if and it's if they've already been like working towards being something then you know that's different but if you're just sitting there and you're not doing anything in your life but you mad that i'm doing something in my life mm-hmm. then yeah, but doesn't won't that turn toxic like, yeah, where it they, will. Where they envy you so much and you continue to grow and they continue to stay in that box or stay, I guess, for yeah, but them. But what if it's on the other side where they are trying to and they just can't get to wherever they, mm-hmm. what they feel is the level of success, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. What What do you do? Do you just leave them behind also? I say leave everybody. No. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right, balance. You can't leave them. You can't leave them, balance. You can't leave them. But I think, like, sometimes what happens is, that you have something in your life that I have secretly wanted, right? Mm-hmm. And what I need to know is the fact that you have it is proof that mm-hmm. I can have it too. Okay. Right. That's it, how that, I that, would that's, see it. That's how because I see I also, it. Like, like, that, but, that is, goes for a lot of things, yeah. right? Like, a lot of people won't take the steps to go do things because they've never actually seen somebody else do it and be successful and it work out for them, right? So Mm -hmm. they will stay reserved and Mm -hmm. not even try. Mm -hmm. But for me, I, I look at the examples of other people and in my mind, yeah, so 
So balance made it. Well, shit, I'm gonna make it too because I've seen her do it right, Absolutely. and we're no we're no different. Right, mm-hmm. you've made it. I'm gonna make it. That's right, but some people don't take it that but way. But I right. think also too, jealousy is is also normal. Like you know, you're like, oh, I want that too, and then but it's what you do with that energy that I think is a deciding factor. It's what you do. Like there's healthy jealousy. Like there, I, I think. think it's healthy. Like Wait, I think huh. like you see What is healthy jealousy? Well I think like Jealousy and envy is two different things. Yeah like well, what I is think, healthy I jealousy? Think jealousy is like okay I want it but I think envy is when you are looking at somebody and you are mad that they have and it. And you want to why it. do you have it? Why do you have it and it. not me? You see like I for instance when I was living in a smaller home, mm-hmm. my girlfriend had this huge Five bedroom, four bath house. Mm-hmm. It, it was like over four thousand square feet. It was beautiful. Okay, mm-hmm. I mean, like it was just everything. And then I'm living in my little house, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like Jesus, I know you gave me a house, and you gave her a house, but I wouldn't want my house to be bigger, God. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then I'm like, man. I yeah, want a big house, yeah, right? Yeah, because all the girls like, talk about you know her house. Like, right. Nobody want to come to my little house. And all my kids everywhere. I got kids everywhere. And, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and they destroy all my stuff. And she got pretty furniture and rooms that don't nobody go in. And you know what I'm here. I'm just here. So, like, I'm like, I felt a little jealous. I felt a little envious. Mm-hmm. But one of the things that God said is, you know, you being able to see her have it mm-hmm. is my sign to you that I'm going to give it to you too. Right. But what do you, you do with that it. energy? Right. right. Like, are you going to spend that energy hating on her and just, you know, like mm-hmm. saying, Oh, she don't deserve that crap and blah, blah, blah. Or are you going to do what the hell you need to do to, to, get, to get to where she is? Right. right? Cause she's no different than you. She's right. flesh and blood just like you. Yeah. And if I made a promise to her, I can make a promise to you too. And you know, one of the things that really shut me up is God told me that, um, you see this house, it's not even a fifth of what she prayed for. Mm. So this little thing that I'm seeing is like, it's this huge thing. Right. It's small in comparison to what God has prepared right. for her, what she had asked for. So like, it just got me re centered back into what are you doing Manuela right. to get to where you want to be in life. Right. right. So it took me three years, but I have the house my house now. that right. I feel is like my dream house. Right. right? I took that energy and I made it useful. Right. I think it. I think with that healthy jealousy, it is what you do with that energy it's because a lot of times, I guess, just from what I see, a lot of times is that that healthy jealousy turns into um, unhealthy envy. Yes. yes. <laughs> it, it does. Mm-hmm. Like it turns into unhealthy quickly envy. too, very it does. quickly. And but you know, I think it's it's how you assign it to work, right? Like. Mm-hmm. So I had this feeling like, oh, man, look at her. She has this. I want this, too. Right? But it was surprising to me because I never knew mm-hmm. that, that I wanted this. For, right? Until like, you saw somebody and Until that. she had it, I didn't know, hey, this was a right. desire of mine. So now I took it, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to invest. I'm going to try to learn how to do a, start a business the right, right way. I'm going to go back to school, finish school. I'm going to do what I need to do. To right? put myself in that situation. To put myself in a situation where I can have something like that. Did you tell her that you were I never jealous? told her anything. I never told her anything. It was something I processed with me and God. Did mm. you did you support her? I sure did. And you I see? celebrated her while she had it. And it hurt my feelings, right? Because mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, look at her beautiful house, right? <laughs> but I, I had to go through the motions because right. I had to tell myself, you're not going to sit here and have all and this so negative cool. energy right. when there's actually things you can do to push forward to getting it. Right. You gotta celebrate right. her, right? Because right. like that's what, but that's a genuine friendship. It is that, it is. and that's why I say so many, but 
healthy jealousy, I guess. They are jealous initially when you make a small advancement mm-hmm. to see it shortly. But when you start to really glow up, that's when that unhealthy envy kicks in because it's like now this friend is leaving me behind or now she feels like she's better than me. And now it's a situation where this unhealthy envy is coming and you don't even know where it's coming from. And it's like, well, that's also that thing that maybe that those individuals had, um, a motive to begin with for who Mm -hmm. you were going to be in their life. I think sometimes when you're at a certain level that people come in with the, um, intent of using you to get them to where they, wherever they're going to, where they want to be. And, that doesn't always happen for them, right. and now they're mad at you. I'm rooting for everybody because yeah. I mean, my friends make Why it. Why not? I make it. I feel like we all get there, right? Like, right. let's say you got there first. You can bring me along, That's right? How I like, and I right. sit here with you, and then when it's my turn, then I bring all of y'all along. Right. And, That's the way. It and at be. the end of the day, we all get there. But I think it's like it's it's really about what you do with the energy. It's what you do with the feelings. It's how you question yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Like, why do I feel this way, mm-hmm. right? Oh, I feel this way because she has this. Okay, do I not believe that I can have this? Now, right. question. If, say for instance, you start to feel some type of way about me because I succeeded in whatever Absolutely. it was, do you think that you should have a conversation with me or you just work on, just just yeah. saying like, yeah. for people outside, yeah. if Hell you no, are envious of to do with you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Because it's, it's all yeah, it's always internal. It's, yeah, yeah, because it's something else. It is. It's always something else. Like it stems. It goes back to the trauma. It's something that go, comes from earlier, later, later, earlier in your life yeah. that makes you then have these feelings. Because mm-hmm. if, if it's not you, it's gonna be somebody else, it right? Is. <laughs> right. So there's nothing. I maybe later on, as you fix yourself, then you can come to the person and be like. You know, this was this was how I was feeling about mm-hmm. you, and I don't not because I wanted to feel that way, but right. because of these things is why I was harboring these feelings towards Absolutely. you. I, I rather them not even tell me. I, don't <laughs> I, 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 I rather them not even tell me to because do with you. it has nothing to do with you. Not even feel like I got snakes feelings. in my grass. And I these, keep my grass no, cut. No, no, these are my feelings, and and it's I I, I want to say it's so healthy. It's so healthy to have that feeling, but what do you do with it, right? Like, and Get the thing, punched in the face. no, and here's the thing too: is <laughs> so we have to have, we gotta have the right habits, right? right? And the habits kind of control the emotions. Mm-hmm. So when I was feeling what I was feeling about her having her beautiful, gorgeous house, right? Mm-hmm. And she was just living her best life. She wasn't trying to flaunt it in my right, face right. or anything, right? As I'm attacking what I'm feeling. I'm forcing myself to applaud her. Right. I'm forcing myself to go out of my way to say congratulations and, right. and good jobs. And in did that you, way, did you bring her I'm a housewarming putting, gift. No, no, because oh. she had gotten there before me. You know, before you didn't give her a house. No, gift? she had gotten the house. She for said the house before. were bigger was big enough. She had everything she needed had from God. She did it though. <laughs> she put me in her guest room, y'all. Oh, I'm sorry, Alicia. <laughs> she put me in her guest room. It was so gorgeous, and I'm like. I have my own bed to myself, <laughs> and I'm in a wing. What the hell? Like, oh god! But <laughs> she said she even bring a house with a gift. The house is big enough. Yeah, really? Like, a a bottle of wine or something. She didn't need it. She didn't need me. She didn't need nothing. All right. She should have been trying to lend a hand. <laughs> I might have needed her at least. Yeah, no, but. But you know, like I, I just had to question that. I had to question myself about what I was feeling. At first, I validated it. Then mm-hmm. I questioned the source of it, right? Mm-hmm. And then I said, what do we do now? 
okay, she has this house, we have this house, what are we going to do? And then we get a plan together on Mm -hmm. how we can have something of our own, not her specific house, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but just my own house, like Mm -hmm. something that I'm going to feel proud of. And now, like years later, I have it, and I... I never told her directly mm-hmm. that I felt this way, but I've shared with a lot of other people. Like, mm-hmm. I saw her have it, and that was my sign that I needed to get it. But the first thing that you feel on the inside is the jealousy mm-hmm. until you begin to do the work, and right. then you're like, okay, this is supposed to be inspiration. Right. I'm not supposed to... You see, you can stop a jealousy, or you mm-hmm. can become inspired and get to work. Right. right, that is true. Now, what do you do about those friends that are users? You know, like those friends that that'll see someone on a pedestal or doing well for themselves mm-hmm. or just growing in general. Um, and they are just consistent on using them to get where they want, but not yeah. for the friendship. Now, do yeah. you think there are any signs that you can see? Of course yeah. I see the signs that yeah. that was a gift from God that I received mm-hmm. to be able to spot the fakeness. You know what I realized, you know, I was talking about the boundaries, the front door, the living room mm-hmm. and the bedroom depending on how quickly you try to move through my house determines how what your motives are yeah mm. didn't think about that so if you're if we're just having conversations on the front door you're comfortable and i allow you into the living room mm-hmm. okay we're, we're in the living room that's different to but if you're trying to through. push your way through <laughs> right. why are you pushing where you rushing to go like where are we going to go <laughs> like you're trying shoulder. to rob me like right. you know you picking through all right. the way and trying right. to see what's going on you have to you it how do you respond to the invitation of my boundary that determines? Because if, if we're doing it that way based on my boundaries, then by the time you make it to the bedroom, you don't you don't have those motives. Right. I've already checked you. You oh, know what I mean? Check I've already no. checked you. I've already figured out who you are. Right. I already see it because I have that gift and too. And most likely they have already left. They have already left because, because you're not what I was looking for. Dude, anyway. absolutely not because you didn't get the help. You right. you didn't get the bedroom access right. because those are privileges, right? right. Like, I'm going to be with you. I'm going to not only be behind you emotionally, financially supporting you, encouraging mm. you, available, like, mm. you and me, we going to make it. They right. wanted you to be shooting in the gym. And, and if you want bedroom stuff, right, bedroom energy and privileges at the front door, You've already disqualified yourself because I'm like, no, she can't be. Yeah, we yeah. can't go anywhere She's with this. She's too pushy. She's too pushy. Yeah, too controlling. Like, and then like, let's say I bring you into the living room and you try to dictate how things are arranged in the damn living room. Yeah, <laughs> right. You like, you like, take a minute, right, rest, right, right, right. right? Like, and you already trying to fix things in my life, but the same way, I'm like that about people coming in. I'm like that about me going into other people too. Right. So I respect where you put me in the mm-hmm. beginning, right? And I've found that real friendships take time to build. Mm-hmm. And so many times, you know, like this generation, and we're just so microwave. We want everything to be fast, fast, yep. fast. Right. And when you have a fast, the meal you have in the microwave is not the meal you have in the oven. Yes. Right. Slow cooked, roast. <laughs> Tender, <Ooh>. juicy. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, in it, you know what I'm saying? Like just marinating bones. The homemade mashed potatoes. Okay, I'm just saying. All that, and then you have a banquet meal, (laughs) 
It says it has all the same things, right? It, it, it said it got you a mashed potato. You could have uh, a meat. I'm talking about the hunger man uh, microwave yes, meal. That's what I'm saying. That you take it out and you get ready to um, eat it, and it still got the frost, the little flakes, that's and you exactly got to put it back I'm in. There. And then you got to put it back in. But that's the types of friendships we're having, yeah. right? Yeah. We're having those microwave friendships that are super fast, super easy. Never good for you. Never satisfying. Yep. Always have you hungry. questioning for more. Yep. Yeah. That was a good analogy. You guys are kind of good. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> So what's a, a healthy way to end a friendship? If you feel like there's a friendship that needs to be ended. I'm going to let you answer that first because I know my answer. Oh, listen, we know. No, no, you no. Just, I, no, no. We let, know. Let's let her listen. Let's listen. Let's listen. Go ahead. I'm very, I'm very simple. How do you end it? I either do a phone call. And this friendship say? is over. Or I'll send this guy. This one right here is this over. This one with you and me is or over. I'll oh, just send the bird emoji mm-hmm. to them. Not the literal bird, but mm-hmm. the finger emoji. Because most times if I have to exit you out of my life, it's not really for a good reason. But if it does end up being um, a release of friendship, mm-hmm. um, because we're just going in two different directions... I usually just fall back and if they start to ask why are you acting different um, I feel like we're becoming so distant I'll mm-hmm. explain to them why I may be distant or why I haven't really communicated as much maybe just because we aren't aligning as friends Yeah, which is fine God's plan I don't know mm-hmm. like I don't know if many of the times friendships have ended it's been that they ended it for their own flawed reasons mm-hmm. and you know I like to be the ender you like to be then the, the ender, ended. and then the ended, but like I feel like there's so much to learn whether I'm the ender <laughs> or the or ended. ended. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> the way. ender or the ended. There's so much to learn. I'm so much better off after all of the failed, mm-hmm. flawed relationships that I went into. Then I I've learned much more than I've learned from like the healthy ones. Right. Do you know what I'm yeah. saying? Mm-hmm. And then like it's helped me to really kind of create a map for myself because I realized that I'm a lot to handle, right? right? Like, I'm just a lot. Not everybody is as much as me. You're an acquired taste. Yeah, I am. She and you know is. what? And you, not she everybody is. has an acquired taste for it. And mm-hmm. I have to respect the fact that you may not like this. Right, because right? I'm, de- like, I'm definitely like a sophisticated oyster. Listen, I'm like... I'm a shot of Hennessy. That's exactly what I was about to say. <laughs> like, I, strong. I'd rather, yeah, I'd rather be Chardonnay. I, I you know, know. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm strong, not... but sometimes you need it. Yeah, you need it. It, it, <laughs> it, it sticks to your guts. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know when you done had it. Right. You know that was Hennessy right there. Right. That's how I feel that I am. So like I, I've I've come to understand that some people are diabetic. They can't handle it. Some or people recovering alcoholics. recovering alcoholics, they can't handle it. And the fact that you can't handle it doesn't mean necessarily something's wrong with me. It just means that we just don't mesh. And it's okay. Right. And that's so okay. Right. Like, I, I don't know why it's such a problem if you don't like me. Like, that's okay. I'm right. I'm going to be because, living my best because life. Because ultimately, everybody wants to be liked. I don't know. Right? Not I me. Don't, I, I feel like well, I'm over that. And we are age. also in an age now where likes are everything. Yes. Right? A double tap is everything. I want people to see me and like me. I, know. Yeah. I don't. I feel like I'm over it. Yeah, but it, that yeah. comes with age. It though. does. I feel like I'm so over it, bro. It's so exhausting trying to get you to like me, man. Like mm. I done lost all this hair. My edges is gone. Oh, like man. you know what I'm saying? You your, like you got your money. You know what I'm saying? Up. Like I got everything lost. <laughs> I done spent all this money. 
I didn't go here. I didn't do that because I wanted you to like me. Mm-hmm. And I'm over it. Like, I'm 36. What What do the people say? Like, you got to let your balls hang. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, it's just, Ooh. I ain't got no more time. I'm done. I'm done. All but that. to a lot of people, that's yeah. offensive. I know. Yeah. Like, I know. the fact that you could say that you don't even care that I, I like you. Why don't you care about right. me? Like, you, right. can, you can catch all these hands in the holy way, of See? course. You know what I'm saying? In a holy in way. In a holy way. Bless, bless them with a two-piece of the Hallelujah. Okay, <laughs> now mm-hmm. right i have three kids i have a whole husband i have a house mm-hmm. I have a career i really just got the energy i really don't that. have the energy like i i got limited energy mm-hmm. and i have to source it appropriately into the right types of things because at the end of the day whether you know you like me you don't like me i still got to be a mom right whether mm-hmm. you like me you don't like me i still got to go to work wow. whether you like me yeah. you don't like me i still got to sleep with my husband right so like you know what i'm saying like you got, i gotta have energy okay. for that you right. know what i mean like right. all right all right i'm just saying you just gotta see who's a door cell you, battery you just <laughs> <laughs> you gotta yeah, have keep her going you gotta take it all you know what I mean but it's taken me so much time to get here you know I just want other people to get there sooner I feel like had I had someone at this age tell me at 25 Mm -hmm. some of these lessons you wouldn't have listened though maybe I would have you wouldn't you would you would have heard it right you would have heard what they said and then later on you'd have been like shit somebody told me this was gonna happen but you know what though now at this point I'm like, I don't want to go through no fire situation. Has do I know anybody who's going through this? Like, <laughs> right. like, like what, are, what are the pros and cons? Right, right. 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 Let me of go this and give specific you some situation, right? right. right. Why Teach make me. yourself go through it when you can School prevent me. yourself right. from the outcomes? Yeah. Absolutely, but maybe you're right. Maybe I wouldn't know. I, I, but if people can get to that place where you want to learn you have to be that's what it is people have to be receptive to yes. growing as individuals right. absolutely but most people don't grow into their box in a situation where maybe they lose all their friends now what is wrong with me absolutely. but if they don't go through stuff something mm-hmm. most times individuals are not willing to listen to how they need I to know. be better or how I they need to grow. remember in college i had oh <laughs> i had a set of friends like like sit me down and try to have an intervention, intervention with I know me. you try to square up with every last one I did. No, I didn't. I think that was the first time that I was like, um, fuck y'all. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> I didn't expect that. I didn't expect that. I know it. Knowing her, that's why I say, well, you, you try to square up with every last no, one no, of them. No, I didn't. I didn't. I, I, I wasn't so even. I, I wasn't even. <laughs> I wasn't ready. I'm so sorry. But I wasn't not in an aggressive way, but I think that's when I realized, Mm -hmm. like, it's okay. Mm -hmm. You don't like me or you didn't like my delivery. (laughs) All right. I don't have to be hung up about it. I don't have to start saying, like, oh, my God. what? Because clearly y'all have been sitting here talking to yourselves. Mm -hmm. And nobody, now you want to have come and have a conversation with me. y'all talked about me. And And I'm the type of person, you can't tell me about things that happened three four five months ago like tell me in the moment and we don't need to all discuss it because whatever issue you have with me she may not have with me right but i really was just like oh okay well y'all can leave (laughs) because they came to my apartment well y'all can go i mean i wasn't going to change myself right 
for you guys, especially the stuff was very superficial that they were upset about. But I'm like, at the end of the day, this is who I am. Right. And it's either you're going to take the time to get to know me and appreciate who I am Respect or it. fuck yeah. y'all. <laughs> and I mean that <laughs> to the depth of my soul. <laughs> With all sincerity, y'all yeah, can take right. it all. But I think, and I love you at the same time. Right. I feel but like you. Yeah. I feel like when you hear stuff that's hard, the first response is forget it. That's not true. But if you go to someone that you trust, mm-hmm. and that person either confirms or denies whatever that is, right? Then you can know if that's something that you need to maybe work on I also believe that it's in your delivery as well mm-hmm. cause like she said they sat her down so that means you guys have had either text conversation phone conferences went out mm-hmm. to dinner and had a whole and dinner about one, me and like told me <laughs> well you remember that one time no I, I don't I don't remember because that it wasn't ago. important like absolutely. if it was that important I, I, to you why right. didn't yeah. you come to me right. the passive aggressiveness I can't you know what I, and, and that's the thing about it too I've realized passive aggressive people do not work well with me yeah. you you gotta pick a side you either gonna be passive or you gonna you be, be aggressive, aggressive. <laughs> you can't be both <laughs> like you can't right. be both right. and like I've realized two passive aggressive people I'm always the one that they want ooh look at her she is everything. She says what she thinks. Right. She because says that's the what truth. they want. That's, that's what they, 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 they want that, right? right? But then they hate it when it comes to when them. it comes to them. Right. Yep. So I've realized passive aggressive people, I qualify you from the front door. Right. Yep. I ask you a certain series of questions. <laughs> I observe you your interactions. I've, I've diagnosed you. I understand you. And then I say you for your own safety. I'm going to keep you right here on this door to protect you. Right. Because you don't have the maturity to handle this yep. whole shot of Hennessy. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm authentic. Whole, like, I'm straight You know what I'm forward. saying? Like, like there's no, there's like no watering down. Either. Like, I'm passive aggressive people don't work well. No. They love me and then they hate me. Yeah, because yeah. it's like me. Like, I like to joke a lot. Nobody's exempt from my jokes. I mean, <laughs> nobody's exempt. So you can't laugh when I'm joking on somebody, somebody else, and then when it's your day, you be now you want to cry, and now you want to <laughs> be sensitive. Now we have an issue, because now I'm really finna roast you. <laughs> Absolutely. Because now I've, I've spotted you, and you're, you're weak to me. Absolutely. So for me, like you have to be able to handle it and take it. I joke. People joke on me all the time. It's all laughs and games. We respect Absolutely. each other. It's cool, but you have to be able to dish out what you what you, so you have to be able to take what you, you dish out. Are you willing to adjust yourselves for your friends? No. Absolutely Ooh. not. So but if I you think have that's a, a healthy friend, character, yeah, like though, if you, you have, have a friend like... that just happens to be sensitive, no, right? I don't have sensitive friends. Oh, stop it. Okay. <laughs> if you just happen to have a friend who's sensitive, and they just natural, I know people who yeah. just naturally are sensitive, Probably. right? They're crybabies, whatever. Oh my but fix it, Jesus. Fix it, please, queen. Oh, fix it, Jesus. Are you willing to adjust yourself because you are? rather aggressive and you can still you know i think j- i'm lovable i'm sensitive are, and lovable you are and to I a certain feel like, i feel like this i'll adjust to those who understand me and who and are mo- worth it yeah and who are worth it most times um i don't really gel well with sensitive individuals simply because i have a stronger personality and i'm more outgoing and i'm usually saying what's on my what's in my head mm-hmm. and those that know me and understand me they're cool with that they respect that so somebody that's sensitive i may say a joke off the top of my head and they may take offense to it so now i feel like i have to walk on eggshells i got to listen to what i say before i say it i can't really be myself in my authentic way but because you of what you're, you're telling somebody that 
you have to accept me how I am. Right. Just but like I'm I not to, willing to. Just accept like I, you. I would have to accept you the way that you are, and I'm choosing not to accept you. <laughs> That's how, that's Jesus, Jesus, he got I mean, it. I think that's honest. No, but you know, I I do think it's honest to know. Okay? <laughs> I, just, I just think that's honest. <laughs> that it's is honest very honest. Know. It's very honest. But I think that those types of people, you keep them at the front door where you can still kind of engage, but not have so when much. When I want a pity party? No, like mm. where there's a level of cordialness, right? Like, for yeah. instance. There's appropriate conversations yes. we can have, yes, right? I can do that. So you would in my book that wouldn't be a friend. That's that would be not an a friend. That's an associate. Yeah. We we can I, I feel like I can get along with just about anybody who likes to laugh. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Right? Now how much I joke with you really determines on mm-hmm. where you fall mm-hmm. in my spectrum. Right? right. Like I can joke about myself, I joke about other people, I joke right. about Donald Trump. Right. But I gotta figure out where you feel about Donald Trump to know what I can right. joke about Donald Trump. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I'm still get my jokes off, but go but ahead. It, but the limits, <laughs> right. you know. But there's right. levels, right? right? Mm-hmm. That's what I think. Like about friendships, like it's about it's about levels. Like there's mm-hmm. balance and balancing it out and yeah. understanding that I am my way. I want to be my authentic self. Right. I want you to be authentic. So where do we mesh well with that level? You know what I mean? Then let's categorize our friendship. Right. Exactly. I can I can agree to that. Yeah. But I know me and a sensitive person, we wouldn't do well as far as a quote unquote friend. More of an associate. Yeah. Yeah. Like you can't you can't even sit in my living room because I like to joke in my living room. So it'll be like if I see you, I'll speak to you. You know, hey, how you doing? How's your family? Everything's good. So there's no beef. There's no issue. But I just rather not have a friendship because now I'm getting away from who I am just to suffice you. Absolutely. And you know, and I find that there are so many people who have a problem with that mm-hmm. being classified as a front door person and not the bedroom person right because they're so used to everybody inviting them into the bedroom right, right? that when they find that there's limits and boundaries and they're like what right. I, I, I don't right i don't appreciate that boundary that's yeah. setting a limitation on me and i'm like oh absolutely it is like it's absolutely and and how I find the people who are the users like because you know I, I'm a I went to school to, for therapists mm-hmm. you know I'm a therapist but I also have a natural desire to counsel mm-hmm. and I have a natural desire to listen to help like mm-hmm. all of those are natural characteristics and I found that people want to suck you dry but not invest anything yes yes so they want to do withdrawals they yep. want to make withdrawals and not in areas deposits. That they have not mm-hmm. made any deposits and always so, asking for a loan so what I determine right. is I have X amount of free advice that I can give mm-hmm. you understand mm-hmm. like freebies you know mm-hmm. like you go to a nonprofit and they like this is my budget I have a strict budget and right. once you've exceeded that budget that's it there's no more withdrawals right yeah I had to learn that too. I, there's no more withdrawals I, but I had to learn that due to work because yeah. I deal with so many people yeah, and the issues. And everybody, you know, you sit in that chair and they yeah. start telling you their whole life story. Absolutely. And then it becomes, oh, we should hang out sometimes. I'm like, yeah, no. No, no. <laughs> no. I say that all because the time. No, I no. can't. Every client can't. can't become a friend. Absolutely. And then I'm Absolutely. the type of person, if I am your friend, I'm going to take on whatever Absolutely. is going on in your life. And I don't want to go to, home having to think about it. And yeah. do you know what I did with that? I don't even friend people who I work with. I Ooh, went through perfect. categorically and I found all of my coworkers and I blocked every single one Blockety of them. Blocked block. and I changed my name on Facebook <laughs> yes, to did. like some random name. Yes, okay. And then people say, I can't find you on Facebook. Are you on Facebook? Yes, I am. But I blocked you. 
Blockity block block. I blocked you. They're like, you blocked me? I did. The first day I came here, I learned your name. I went on Facebook. I found you, and I blocked you. Because, and they said, why? Right. You got I don't separate. friend yeah. my coworkers. Mm. What if I say something right. that I find hilarious about my supervisor? Right. Okay? Or some other coworker. Mm-hmm. And then you read it, and you're like, come, come look what Ella said. Can you believe she said that? Or you took a screenshot. And now, and now you, you want to pass it around. Right, I can't right. run that, that everybody. Yeah, right. I can't yeah. run that. I am exactly what the heck I am Right. at all times. Uh, yep. I just limit how much of that you see. Exactly. Right. I can agree to that. Now, question. What do you do with that friend or um, associate that you had that you were trying to help, mentor, bring from the bottom, that disrespects you, comes at you all types of ways, even though you were at them trying to help them genuinely, do you allow them to come back? How do you how do you reach out to them the godly way? You know, I, I find that that's a hard question, and there's, there's so, so many much layers, layers to that. There's so much <laughs> layers, right? But I believe, you know what I believe, and this is this was something I prayed about, right? Because I found that when I have wronged people, mm-hmm. God would always say to me, "You got to go apologize." The, he I don't know. He told me I gotta go apologize. He ain't never told me. That. No, he told me all the time. <laughs> he's like, he he is. I'm sure he you and don't he tells it. everybody. He said he's like, I'm not gonna bless you unless I'm you terrible. apologize to so and so. So then I found myself coming. Excuse me. Excuse me. So it looks like on Tuesday <laughs> I said something that has offended you, and I want to. Apologize. Apologize and tell you that I'm I'm really really sorry. And then they're like, "What? You? Yes, yes. I'm so sorry. Please forgive me." And then I have to move on, so, right? So, but then on the flip side, God don't be sending people my way right right away. Right. So, question. Mm-hmm. Now, for that scenario, um, you issued an apology. Said God told me to Listen, to issue this apology uh, because apparently you- I said this. And this was wrong, and I, I shouldn't have said that. Now, to you. what do you think the other person should do? Do you think they should forgive you and move forward? Well, is your is, is your apology to come back and be the friend, or no, is your apology, apology just to say, clear your conscience? It's to acknowledge that I wronged you. Right. I want to acknowledge. So, that what I wronged is the you. other person to do? It's so up to you. It's up to you. The other right? person just has to accept it. The, now you can just, accept it, and we move on, yeah. or you cannot accept it. Mm-hmm. But I have still done my due diligence, right? right? But. When it comes to me, on the flip side, I find that it takes years for people to come back. Like, I had a friend who... Some take months. And and it takes days and weeks, right, to come back. But I... And, and, and sometimes when they come back, they come back with weak apologies, right? Yes. Not clearly stating everything. Yep. I, I had this one girl hit me on my, on my inbox, right? Mm-hmm. And... Because I had blocked her. But she had created another... <laughs> Everybody gets blocked. Listen, everybody gets blocked. I just protect myself and protect you in the same time. Okay, so she found another way to get through. And she sent this inbox and she said, you know, I just want to tell you, like, I'm sorry. Like, I think I might have done some things to you that have hurt you. And I want you to know I'm sorry. I I said, you think? You think? No, no, there's no think. You did do some things. So So do you know what you did? Right. Do you do you or don't you acknowledge what you did to me or did in this situation? Absolutely. So I think for me in that situation, if I had a situation like that where someone gave me a weak quote unquote apology where Mm -hmm. they're saying 
you know, it's I'm like sorry for whatever you think I may have done. Like, what, what, what do you think? What do you think I Absolutely. thought you did? Absolutely. Like, could you please let's stay? Be, let's make sure we're on the same page. Let's be specific. Right. Let's be spe- be specific about what you're apologizing right. for. And you know, the best thing I want is not only for you to tell me what you did, but tell me what you were thinking when you were mm-hmm. doing it yeah. and how you plan on why, fixing it. Why? Yeah. What was your reasoning? What for was your reasoning? It? I remember I, I asked this this cousin of mine who unfriended me on Facebook for whatever reason mm-hmm. decided to send me a friend request again. Blockly, block, block. And then I said, hey, why'd you unfriend me in the first place? And she said to me, well, I don't like to talk about the past. Well, dang it, we can't move on in the future. Right. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I, 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 I don't even know like, it. I don't thing. know it. That's like, the thing. The apology is, a, is so that I can then hold you accountable, right? right. Absolutely. Because if you do it again, then you don't get to tell me Absolutely. sorry a second time. You don't, right. But if you don't make it clear as, as to what you're apologizing for, what you we what got, you did yes. wrong, then no. We got to be we on the can't. same page. We yeah. got we to... Gotta, we have to both agree that that, that was the issue. Right. Right? Because right? you may have done a lot of things, mm-hmm. right? A plethora. But, and a plethora of things. You talked about me. You disrespected me. But you don't know. It's so the fact that you called. Yes. It's, it's, you don't know that it's this specific thing that you right. did that hurt me. Right. That that's why. Right? Because right. then you, you'd be spending years trying to apologize when it's only one thing and you didn't touch on that one thing. Right. You right? Gotta, so the first step is acknowledging the wrongdoing in the situation Absolutely. or what you said. Whatever it is you did, acknowledging all of it Absolutely. and saying, look, I understand my faults. I understand Absolutely. what I did to cause our friendship to um, go down the drain. Absolutely. And so I apologize for myself in this situation. Yeah. Now, if I feel like I owe you an apology, I'll apologize for whatever it is, but I don't yeah. really feel like I owe anybody an apology. Oh, Lord, if our friendship Jesus. ended, it's because of you. Jesus. Jesus fixed oh, it. He can do it. God can do anything. He can. I don't, I don't like, like to apologize. Either, I mean, right? I, I love apologizing when I'm wrong, but yes. if a friendship ends, I genuinely feel like it's not because of me mm-hmm. because I have no problem admitting anything I do wrong. And yeah. most times I'm kind of quick on it, I may say something too fast. And I'm like, you know what? I'm sorry. I don't say my bad. I'll mm-hmm. say, I'm sorry, I Alicia or Ella. I'm sorry that I said that to you. I misspoke. I spoke yeah. too fast. I didn't mean to come at you that way. Yeah. If you need time, I understand. I'm here whenever you're ready. Absolutely. That's how I think that apologies should be given. I think that that is exactly how they should be given. But I think in this generation where we 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 shudder at the thought of accountability and right. admitting mm. guilt, right? Right. We try to find cop outs, like right. if you feel, and I'm mind you, I've said those if you feel right. kinds of apologies too in the past. It's just that God told me that that, that don't really cut it because I don't, <laughs> I didn't really say anything, right. All right? Like I didn't really admit any fault, right? So, and, and because I really kind of hate apologizing, that's why sometimes I take a moment to really think. Mm-hmm. And I don't respond right away because, mm-hmm. like, I want to. And then to, when you do, you make sure that it's very clear. Very clear. Right. Very specific. But I think one of the things we, we talked about that we didn't expound on was conflict resolution. Mm-hmm. How do we resolve conflict in relationships? Because so many people weren't taught it. Well, that's, it depends. It depends if both parties want to resolve if, it. If they, yeah, because mm-hmm. a lot of times when you have conflict resolution, you have one person who's mature enough to try mm-hmm. to repair it, and you have one who's still harboring on the right. situation, and mm-hmm. you can't resolve that situation if both parties mm-hmm. are not willing to put Absolutely. it to the side. Absolutely. So that's a lot of times why. A lot why, of the times the conflict is, like you were saying prior, it really is just feelings right it is each person felt like the other person didn't hear them Mm -hmm. didn't understand how it made them feel right Right. and all we needed to do is sit down and have an adult conversation Mm -hmm. 
everybody's raise voices. Right. Everybody say how they felt in the situation and let it be, right? Mm-hmm. But if you don't, if you still want to be upset and you still want to rah-rah with me, then because I don't care anymore. Like, there's no resolution. And a lot of times people go into it with the intent of this person owes me an apology. I don't owe them And an they apology. don't want to talk about nothing or resolve anything until, until you, you apologize to right. me. When it's like, yeah. when it may, when I feel like in any situation, it kind of goes both ways. There are very mm-hmm. rare situations where it's one side where one person is wrong. There's usually two sides to it, and maybe both and a lot parties of time, need misunderstanding. Yeah, it's especially so if it's through text message. It is yeah. misunderstanding, miscommunication. Yeah, it really is. But I think, like, I think for me, when I realize that there's a problem, right? I want to sit down mm-hmm. and I want to talk about it. It 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 depends on if we reach the the bedroom, mm-hmm. right? Like in terms of we're close. Right. Like you're my real real friend, right? When you're my real, real friend and we have something that happens between us, let's, like, do the work. Because we've right. already invested all this daggone time. Like, right, right. I can't be training somebody else to be my no, daggone right. friend. Yeah. Like, I, you know what I'm saying? You already you know, know me. Like, you, already, like, you know my kids. You know my daddy, my mama, my husband. Like, I ain't got time for the questions like, that they've given away. Well, you know, I'm like, dang it, man. Let's make it work. So right. I want to sit down and I want to say, girl, listen, it seems like, Something's going on. I'm not sure right. what it is. When that conversation is happening, then is the moment for you to say, this is what happened or this is what I felt. Don't leave that conversation and say, no, everything's fine. Everything's okay. And then now you start talking about me behind yeah. my back to everybody ain't no, else. Ain't no, ain't no get backs once we have that discussion. Once what? I try to be an adult or we try to be an adult I and make resolve the things, Absolutely. there's no get backs after that if you decide Absolutely. to continue with the negativity or everything right. else. There's no and and there's no subliminals. Right. You understand? Like, that's the thing about it. And I think reality TV has done us a disservice mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. at teaching how to relate to people because... Right. What they're doing on TV is not real relationships. Like, right. you don't go from me being your friend to now me trying to hit on your man. Right. Or me being your friend Throwing to me talking about you. All that you is, know, me being all, your only friend. The only thing that's asking for is a, a show on Love and Hip Hop to a sequel on Snap. Absolutely. You <laughs> right. understand? Like, that's how that there's is. No, that's not a real relationship. That's right. not That's not a real friendship. That, right. That's nothing. That's just make-believe, right? Because mm-hmm. once you've been introduced to all these different areas... Mm-hmm. Where you got to be as invested as me, right? It takes two. It takes two, and and I mean, for me, one of the things that I do is, you know, I, I make it specific as specific as possible to this to the situation that happened. Mm-hmm. I don't focus the whole conversation on that, and then I don't focus on just the problem. I focus on the solution too, because right. how do we move forward? Right. right. Most could, of the time, we, we talk about our feelings. Right. We talk about what happened, but we don't talk about how the hell we move forward. Right. And right. that's the most important thing, right? Is like, what do we do from here? Do you believe in friendship going to counseling together? I or? don't know. You know, Cause I Because it, it may be a situation where you have two passionate friends. Oh. Meaning like, I'm aggressive, Alicia is aggressive as don't well. Don't call me aggressive. Okay, well, it's a situation. Oh, okay. Yeah, I may be aggressive, she may be aggressive, mm-hmm. and every time we try to fix our situation, mm-hmm. we end up arguing. Yeah. But we keep coming back to have these discussions because we both genuinely care about each Absolutely. other, but we want to be heard. I think a mediator so, is a beautiful thing. I do. Yeah. I do yeah. think that's a beautiful thing. And you know, I've trained people to stop calling me aggressive because I'm not aggressive. I'm assertive. I'm a pa- I'm a passionate speaker. I'm I'm just assertive. I'm just asserting the way that I feel and I think. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to beat you down with it. Like right. that's what aggressive is, right? I'm trying to I'm trying beat to you down, trying to force you. it into you, right. and blah blah blah. Right. That's not what I'm doing. I'm just letting you know freely 
mm-hmm. where I stand. And you can choose how you want to stand with that. That's up to you. But mm-hmm. this is the direction that I'm going. Because, like, sometimes people use the word aggressive to make you feel bad about who mm-hmm. you are as a person. Mm-hmm. Like, don't classify me as aggressive. Aggressive is what your abusive daddy is or mm-hmm. what your abusive boyfriend is. Yeah. I'm assertive. Right. You know, because, like, See, they I'm have this motto. You I'm assertive. <laughs> What you call me? Yeah, I see the situation. Like, I'm, I'm assertive. assertive too. Like, so, you know, because I'm not, I'm not out here trying to, to put... Two assertive people. <laughs> two assertive people. <laughs> you know? But, like, I'm assertive, but I've also learned how to be submissive. And yeah. I, I remember I told you about that. <laughs> I talked to you. Me and Will have talked about this so many times. Because I do not... In a friendship or no, relationship? Just, just in, in general. Just in general, being submissive. submissive. I, don't, I don't know I, how to I've, do that. I am learning the, the, the mysteries about that. And here's the first God's thing that I've learned. God's still working on that aspect He is. <laughs> He's working on all of us. I've learned that submission looks different for every woman. It's not a one-shoe-fit-all one kind of type of situation. Mm-hmm. Like, when people think of submissive woman, they think of the docile, the quiet, the laid back, the person mm-hmm. who just lets you do what you want to do. Doesn't have a voice. Doesn't have yep. a voice, doesn't have an opinion. I have opinions. Mm-hmm. I have a voice. I choose to use that voice. But then at the same time, I understand that you are the person, you're the expert in your life. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to let you be the expert. Do you understand what I'm right. saying? Like, as it relates to my marriage, I'm learning what submission looks like. And hell, there are things that I do that I think are very submissive and to the docile woman, they still look very aggressive, but right. I know, and Jesus knows, this is an act of submission. For you. <laughs> For you. <laughs> because it is, it is situation and person based. Right. And I think like so many times people try to force, when you are an assertive person, if people are trying to force this docile woman onto you, it doesn't feel authentic. Right. And it's not authentic. Because now you're trying to live up to somebody else's expectations. But when you are conforming who you are to the act of submission that God is calling you to with your marriage and your Mm -hmm. relationship, everybody has the potential of being submissive as long as you're not holding me to somebody else's image. Right. That's what I think. Right. As long as you're not holding me to somebody else's image. Because maybe for me, submission is letting you have this stupid idea and not saying not a dang thing about it. Mm-hmm. God is still working on an aspect for mm-hmm. me too. In, in you understand? Right. Yeah, not yeah, saying yeah. nothing. Not God. just. See, God gave me a voice. Let her do what she got to like, do. Like, mm. See, and God then. gave me a voice. And he told me to use no, it. No, no, no. See, <laughs> see, I use that not voice quietly, but not in, but not to them because I, I feel sometimes I, I need to let it out, right? Like I need to let this opinion out. You understand? So I gotta find a healthy way. So then I'm like praying. I'm like, God, you know that was stupid, right? You. You heard what she said. That was the dumbest thing I've ever heard. See, that, you understand, right, God? Like, because I mean, if we at the table having dinner, you say something stupid, now I'd be like, "Why did she say that dumb shit?" No, no, see, but you see, right. but you say, but you say it then. No, no, no. Then but you might have to apologize. Right. See, remember, I hate to apologize. Right. So I got it. God is gonna send me back to say, "No, I shouldn't and have said that." Sometimes, if you're the friend that's always telling me everything yes. I do is dumb. Sometimes I don't want to hear that shit. Absolutely. From well, sometimes so, I don't want to hear the dumb stuff that you say. So therefore, you just say nothing and let me just say whatever and we move on. We so move that's on. when I start going to dinner with you because I don't want to hear the dumb stuff. Oh, no. no. That's the only no. solution I have. No, no. We keep going to dinner. I just let you have these dumb Moments. delusions. Yeah. Like, for, <laughs> for instance, I had this person who was living with me and they had the dumbest points of thought. Oh my God, Jesus! It was unsequential. 
unsequential? Am I, is that? Inconsequential. Inconsequential? I ain't got my dictionary, so I can listen, tell listen. you some right things. It was wrong. It was just wrong. It didn't follow a flow of thought, right. is what I'm trying to say, right? Mm-hmm. It wasn't like, there was no logic behind it. Right. And every time they would say something, I felt it was my duty to humanity to educate to this, this bozo. Like, no, that is not a good thing. And right. blah, 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 blah. And my blood pressure would be skyrocketing. <laughs> and, they okay? and they just come. <laughs> like, what they, you mean? What right. you talking about? You the one who look crazy. Look at you. Look how yeah. angry you are. Yeah. Just because I said this. So now I've learned. I remember God said to me, you know, you're going to be an idiot for the rest of <laughs> That's your life. Is that what your God said? <laughs> is, 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 that, is, that, is that the tone that he said? Listen, to that's not to the you? tone, but that's how I hear it. I'm right? like, you know, <laughs> this person's going to be an idiot forever. <laughs> You, <laughs> you using this next 5, 10, 15 minutes to educate him ain't going to change that one thing. You understand? You getting your pressure to the roof, not going to change his stupidity. Okay? Right. He's going to still be stupid. Right. So leave him mm-hmm. in his moment. Right. And when he, when I learned that, I just decided to let this person be who they are. Right. And, and now I was utilizing submission, mm-hmm. but in my way. Right, not this docile. It's not that I don't have an opinion. It's just that right. I'm choosing not to, to speak. Seek. You don't have the energy to give. Right. So, so it's still my choice. You mm-hmm. see, because submission sometimes looks like it's something forced on you, not right. something you're choosing. Right. I am choosing not to speak. Not you telling me I don't have a voice. Right. I got you. Okay. Because yeah, I, I came in encounter with an individual. Um, she was huge in the conspiracies. Nothing mm. she stated was factual. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh God, nothing I she stated was factual. Mm. Nothing. Everything was YouTube looked up or mm. what somebody else said. Mm. And for me, I am a factual person. I try mm-hmm. to speak things that are facts or that Absolutely. has proof behind it. Absolutely. And for me, it's very difficult to have discussions with people who are not factual at all. Yeah. And yeah. they try to carry an educated conversation with no education. Absolutely. And so it's like... <laughs> At a certain point, I did stop talking because it's like, this is not going to get anywhere. Uh-huh. Me trying to educate them, they're not yeah. listening because YouTube doesn't have what I have. Absolutely. So I, I guess that was my one time with submission. <laughs> one time. Yeah. She's going to have more. I got one. I got one under my belt. Yeah. That's, yeah. You know, and, and I think that's the thing is like, I, I don't want to be in a relationship with anyone where they feel like their choice is being ripped from them. Right. And exactly. I don't want to feel like my choice is being ripped from right. me. I don't want right? to change anybody. I want you to be authentic, be yourself, and I want to accept you for who you are. And, 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 and if who you are is unpalatable to me, I think we should be able to have that discussion, and then we should still be able to be polite to one another. Right. right? Like, if I see you at a party, we should still be able to speak. doesn't mean that... We got to be enemies, yeah. right? Sworn yeah. enemies just because right. we decided we if don't get along. you come over here talking about some aliens, I'm going to cuss you out of seeing you. Listen, and, and if you believe aliens are real, okay. That's cool, but I, and, don't come over here talking about... Whole com- don't listen. come over here talking about no Cyclops. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. Okay is a complete sentence. Right. And so is no. Get away yes. is a great one. Get away. Get away, period. Listen, I've heard you are you praying? Why are you around me? Move. I feel like I would be really move. I'd be in a deep prayer. Why are you still talking to me? Shanda should have bought a Honda. Should have bought a Honda. All of that. All of that. That's what I'd be doing. All right. I'd I'd really like. Oh yeah 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 yeah. The old school. Ah yeah yeah, Scott. 
But yes, yes, yes. Yeah, Untie so, my bow tie. Like, mm-hmm, so submission is something that is needed in fr- certain it friendships. Is, it is. Okay. The friendships that reach the bedroom. It's just like how I asked you if the person is sensitive. Could you find yourself away deep down in yourself to in certain, not all the time, but just in certain circumstances to be mindful of the way the person feels or how the person reacts to things. It's the same thing. I'm going to let God show me, but as of right now, he he says no. He will. And you know, and and that's the thing, (laughs) like, and and, and (laughs) God works with everyone according to where their level is. Like, you know, like, I got to where I am doesn't mean you're going to get there as quickly. It doesn't mean somebody else. It's definitely not. It's like a person to person type of situation. And I think it's situational based. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. Like, I've been married, I think, about 14 years now. And if I'm going to be married longer, there are going to be adjustments that I'm going to have to make. Right. And I'm knowing that ahead of time. Right. So do you right? need it? Can you... Is it the same thing for friendships? Like, you have adjustments Absolutely. throughout the friendship. If you've had a friendship for years... Absolutely. You think at different stages... Yes. Because yeah, you evolve. evolve. Yeah. I evolve. Like, you need different things. I need different things. Maybe when we were younger... I remember this... Yo... To the point that I no longer talk to anybody about their men. <laughs> like, <all right. laughs> like, yes. like, I don't listen. He, as long as he don't beat, well, beat even right. if he beat you, like oh, you no. might even, you might even one want time. it. I'll tell you one time. If yeah. he beat you, I'll tell you one time. Like we're not gonna keep having the same discussion. Like, about you gonna how, keep going back, like, right? But you know what though? In my time, as um, when I was doing an internship at a domestic violence center, I learned that domestic violence takes seven times. Until they, because yeah. they decide because it's, it's just leave. like a, it's just like a woman in any situation. Absolutely. Until we're fed up, Absolutely. we're not going anywhere. Absolutely, mm-hmm. Absolutely. And Absolutely. So it's like. I don't want you to come to me and tell me what he's done or what he's continuing to do. Just tell me about how you feel. If you want someone to listen to you, tell me about how you feel. Because no, how can we make how can we make you feel? You want some ice cream? No, you I want Haagen Dazs? Well, you know, like, I, I do that when people start talking to me. I'll ask them like, "Do you want my opinion, or you just want me to yeah, listen?" Cause, yeah, because it may is this is gonna go this conversation yeah. is gonna go two different ways. Right. If I'm just here to listen, I'll listen and let you say all your thoughts and try to figure it out by yourself, that's fine. Right. You wanna, I don't have to be you want another um, set of ears to stay here for anything. I, I remember I have this friend um, who lives in another country and um, you know, her husband's very abusive and recently like he beat her really, really badly. And she'd been married for a long time, like maybe seven years. And the way she was talking, she had left him for a period of time, and the way she was talking was like she was going to go back. Mm-hmm. And I told her, listen, it sounds like you want to go back. Mm-hmm. If you want to do that, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But I want you to know my our relationship cuts off right there. Mm-hmm. I can't go with you on that journey. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't go with you in the whole him being rude to you, you being, you wondering why he's like this and mm-hmm. why he's doing this. Right, you because you're going to go on the roller coaster with, with her. You right? are. Because she's going to call you. Wor- you're worried and about her. I'm worried about her and I just need to cut it off right, right. here with you. Like, I I can't go on this journey, you right. know? And, and um, I liken it to the fact that somebody says to me, hey, I want to smoke crack. What? You know, you know, crack, you know, crack is bad for you, right? right. Like, like you, you know, you could die from crack, right? You've seen the crackheads, right? Like, you're like, yeah, I've seen the crackheads, but I'm stressed right I've now. I want crack. And you're like, can you drive me to the crack house? No, you go you go by yourself. You go by yourself. You, you drive go, your own car. Matter of fact, you go get a buggy from Walmart, steal you, it, and push it like they push it. Absolutely. And, and that's the same thing to people, like, deciding <laughs> that they want to go into toxic, you know, right. activities, Right. right? 
I have to co-sign whether yeah. or not I can go with you. And if I can, I can't. And if I, I, I can't be, I can't be a genuine friend to you to allow you to be involved in a toxic situation because I then become invested in that toxic and situation. That, yes, and, and I'm trying to save you, and I can't. And, and now it comes into my household. Now this toxic yes. situation is just spread like wildfire, Absolutely. and that's not what we want in a friendship. No. Yeah. But I think you have to decide. Everybody has to decide what they can give and what they can't give. Right. Yeah. And make that clear from the beginning. From right. the from the get go. And you know, maybe it evolves. Like I was with her in the beginning when her relationship wasn't that great and supported her and prayed with her and encouraged her and was the listening ear. But if after this time you decide to go back, it is your right to go back. Right. I'm not even saying don't go back or choose me or him. Yeah. I'm removing myself totally right. from the equation because I'm saying I'm gonna respect your choice, but you can't bring me with you. Right. Mm. Yeah. Because you already know how I feel. We've already had this discussion before. So me stating it again that you shouldn't go back. I shouldn't have to keep repeating myself. I'm not a tape recorder. What am I going to do? If you just, I mean, and then. Wh- and then I know your bill is high because she keep um, them long distance calls. No, 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 no. You use WhatsApp. Oh, that's smart. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's smart. yeah. That's All what the Caribbean said. Caribbean, Caribbean people. Caribbean. <laughs> that's our long distance. We're going down to 399. Who paid for long Now over here, no, no. But, but seriously, like, it, it's just that. And it was my first time ever telling somebody that. Like, How did it know, make you feel? Girl, it made me feel free as hell. Like, I'm like, ooh, Lord, <laughs> right. look at me. I'm a whole grown-up. Like, right. I'm a whole grown-up. Cutting people off at the point that I see that it's about to be toxic. I mean, my my the way I see things, if whatever you bring to the table for our relationship, if it jeopardizes my happiness, I don't want it. Absolutely. I don't Whatever type of, Absolutely. whatever you bring to this Absolutely. friendship, relationship, um, situation between me, me, you, and God, whatever it may be, if whatever you bring jeopardizes my happiness, me being able to laugh, joke, and play, mm-hmm. I do not want it. Absolutely. I don't want to change my happiness for someone else. Absolutely. And I feel like in any situation, you shouldn't have to, and that's how I feel like you should recognize a tough situation when you see your when you see your happiness going mm-hmm. away because from a friendship. It sucks you dry yes. but because the toxicity. You know, like just like any infection, mm-hmm. it, it it needs and it thrives off of healthy cells. Right. So once it's consumed that person, now it has to tap Spread. into other yep. people mm-hmm. and start utilizing and sucking so up all of the healthy mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. Do you understand what I'm saying? So you have to be yep. strong enough to cut it off. And I have three children that I have to be mom to. And I have right. a whole man and a whole this and a whole other stuff. Right. And I got other friends, right. right? And I'm not good to anybody because why? I'm stuck here with you trying to give you all my good bits. Right. And you want to be in abusive relationships with crack and blah, blah, blah. You know right, what I mean? Like, right, right. that's not healthy for me. I agree. I agree. So, I mean, I hope that if you guys are in any toxic relationships as far as friendships, you guys get out of them, quit them, whatever the case may be. Do you have any advice you want to give to the people? You know, I mean, I think it stems from that, that conversation with that young lady. Like, just because I love you doesn't mean that I have to be an equal participant to okay. you ruining your life. You right. know what I mean? And, but I, I had to know my own limits. That right? sounds like a total guy. I'm not leaving you because I don't love you. It's, it's not, not me. You. It's, it's, it's not you. It's, it's not me. you. It's me. Yes. And and I mean that in a good place, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's not that you're bad. It's that I, I'm not able to go with you. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you're good. I still love you. Right. Right. But you, you should go with him since you want to be with him. Right. And you should excuse me. Yeah. Yep. You got any advice? 
water mm-hmm. or anything? No. Quit them. <laughs> no, not quit them. I mean, mm-mm. Just right. stop. Don't waste your time on people. That's it. Just don't waste your time on people. Yep. Yeah. And I think qualify people before you claim them as friends. Yep. Oh, well, yeah. You yeah. know, like, have that Be process. The front door. The, the living room, room and, and the bedroom. bedroom. Got Front it. door, living room, bedroom. All right. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. So thank you guys for listening on this episode of Balance and Water. I did want to let you guys know that if you want to follow us on social media, we do have an Instagram. It's Balance and Water. And um, that'll be in the description. And you can also follow our personal page as well. Um, do you have an Instagram or anything that you want to follow? I know you block people. I so do. you may not. I don't, I don't have anything. Okay. Right so now. yeah. She, <laughs> she, she's a ghost. So no worries. <laughs> No worries. She doesn't have anything. But your so lies this- are so good. You don't want to share them with the world. No. Fine. Fine. Ella Love. Okay. You can follow me on Instagram. Ella Love. Ella, at Ella Love. Any underscores, anything? Ella underscore love. Love. Yes. You heard that? <laughs> All right, you guys. Thank you for tuning in. We'll see you next week for, or you'll listen to us next week for our next episode. Yeah. Bye. Later. Bye.